You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Gross. Get away from me. (laughs) Some members of the show struggle giving people personal space. I think we all need to hug as often as possible during the breaks, after the show, before the show. No, never with you. Ever. But with recent events, it's important to remember that The Dan Patrick Show is available with no human interaction. None. No. So listen on your radio, via podcast, or even YouTube.com slash The Dan Patrick Show. A safe place to go. Dan Patrick. Welcome to The Dan Patrick Show. Temporarily not working from home. Or the studio. Basically, what I'm saying is Dan Patrick is off today. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Studios in Los Angeles. In for Dan Patrick. Uh, hey, I want to thank you guys for filling in, too. The reaction has been great. It's Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Yes, I am Chris. He is Rob, otherwise known as the Odd Couple. And we are filling in for Dan Patrick on the Dan Patrick Show. Coming to you live. And uh, Rob, how are you today? We are, apparently Rob Parker is away from the mic. He will be back shortly. I don't know if he's getting some cereal or what, but uh, it's early out there on the West Coast, so I'll give him a little bit of a pass on this, but we are excited to be here, and uh, I just, a uh, lot of good stuff to talk about, even though there are no games on, uh, which obviously we all are lamenting over, there is still a lot to talk about in the sports world, because these guys have become such big personalities, and now with social media, they are tweeting, they are going on Instagram Live, they are answering questions directly from uh, fans, so it gives us a lot to talk about. And, of course, the NFL still has stuff going on. So we will have plenty to talk with you about basketball-wise and football-wise. The NFL draft, of course, about a month away, too, so there's stuff to get in there. We will be joined by some guests. Our buddy Nick Wright, uh, can't wait to get him on from First Things First, our FS1 colleague. He always brings interesting takes. We'll put it that way. We'll be joined by Donovan McNabb, six-time Pro Bowl quarterback. Lot to get into with him on the NFL. He's been become quite the outspoken analyst when it comes to the NFL, so he is, he's always fun. And then in the final hour of the show, Donnie Wahlberg. That'll be a lot of fun. Donnie Wahlberg joining us, actor, producer, director, singer, and uh, nemesis of Rob Parker because Donnie loves the Patriots and Rob, of course, is not very high on them. So uh, to, to uh, that's put it kindly. So uh, we will have a lot of fun with our guest and we'll have a lot of fun with you. We always open up the line so you will have your chance to call in at 877-996-6369, 877-996-6369, and we will get it going. All right. Late last night, I'm just, you know, I'm still doing a lot of work. I was working on some stuff for Fox Digital that is going to be up on Instagram soon. And uh, I saw a tweet come across my phone 
It was around 11 o'clock Eastern, some, somewhere around there. And it was from the mighty LeBron James. And here is what LeBron said. Thinking about maybe sitting down and breaking down some of my most memorable games and moments in my career. Maybe IG Live. Maybe IG Live it or just film it and hold on to it for another time. And maybe he, I think that second part about maybe IG Live or film it, hold on to it, I think he wants to gauge the reaction. And, um, from fans. So here's my reaction. I, and I, and I got some calls this morning. Some people think LeBron is, is tripping. One, one guy told me that he sees why people don't like LeBron because it's not for him to break down, you know, his great games. And I get that. I don't want to see LeBron sitting there talking about yeah, we were we were down 10, but I had to turn it on and, and come back and, and overcome, and I'm so great, and this and that. I, I don't want to see him up there just giving himself accolades and praising himself, but I don't think that's what LeBron's going to do. When I look at this tweet, I actually see it as he's going to sit there and talk about some of his greatest challenges because obviously those are some of his most memorable moments. The greatest moments are, are the ones where you overcame. So I can see LeBron talking about the series with Golden State in 2016. Not in a braggadocious way. Not in a look how great I am. Look at what I did. That sort of way. But just kind of in a, man, we down 3-1. I'm just, you know, we're going back to Golden State. But I'm confident. You know, I mean, I couldn't explain it. But I felt like even though they had won three of the first four games, even though they had beaten us at home and we were going back to Golden State, I felt like we had them where we wanted them. And that actually is his sentiment from some of the uh, uninterrupted videos they put out on that. And so just talk about that. Talk about, okay, it's 89 all, I believe, was the score. And they went like two, three, four minutes without scoring. Talk about the chase down block. What are you thinking as you're sprinting down court to block Andre Iguodala? How can I get to him without fouling him? How can, you know, so I actually think it could be uh, a very entertaining thing. Again, as long as he doesn't go into bragging about, and I don't see LeBron doing that, but talking about how great he is and how great he was and, and all of that stuff. Nobody really wants to hear him gloat. So as long as he does that, and maybe even, you know, does he talk about the Dallas series where he struggled mightily? I mean, more than we've ever seen him in his career uh, in 2011. Does he talk about what he was thinking, why he wasn't shooting over J.J. Barea? You know, why at times he was treating the ball like a hot potato? You know, what what was going on at that point and what he learned from it and how he used that the next season and the rest of his career to propel him to the heights that he reached. I mean, it could really be some insightful stuff. Um, again, stay away from just praising yourself. And, and I think LeBron will do that. I also think, you know, when I first saw it, I said, well, 
it would be nice if he he broke down some other games, you know, just some great games in history. Because LeBron is a student of history. I've heard him talk about watching Michael Jordan's great games on his laptop. You know, I mean, when Jordan scored, you know, 55 against the Knicks and, and other big games. So he could break down some of those and how he looked at them as both a fan and obviously a, a guy with a high basketball IQ. So I think that's something LeBron should consider doing as well. Rob, when you saw the tweet, what was your first thought? Uh, LeBron James is trying to overshadow Michael Jordan's documentary. I just thought to myself, what a, what a weird time to all of a sudden want to put out, especially the announcement just came from ESPN that they were moving it up. You know, that, that they were going to move it up with so many people starved for watching sports, trying to capitalize on, you know, uh, America's attention. And I got to be, that was the first thing I thought of. Why now? Why coming from LeBron? He's going to do what he said, maybe Instagram or something. or, or, or and, and that's what I thought. And maybe that's that, the That sounds that's the cynical, to me like, I was going to say, that's the cynical <laughs> no, but but boat hating his brother of all time. Take. No, but but that's what I never really, even thought about that. I did. That was the first thing I thought. Why now? And it's just like it's typical LeBron. Like maybe this is for somebody else to take a look at and go. We want to take a look at LeBron's career, put some stuff together, do do a documentary at some point about his career, which is fine. But like LeBron wants LeBron doing it. It's like when he was in the barber shop on the. TV show talking about this is when I knew I was the gold and whatever. That's really for other people to say, and it comes well, off sounding funny. Others have said it, and you haven't. You you didn't get mad at Muhammad Ali when he no, said well, he's the greatest author. You you try to justify no, it with your Ali uh, and LeBron is totally different. Nobody ever sold totally. boxing before. They thought Ali was crazy. No no other fighters before him sold it like that. that that's where the sport is different compared to the other thing. Boxing it is. was never like that before Ali. Joe they Lewis had, never saw Rocky Marciano. They didn't sell fights like that. Sugar Ray Robinson. They had what you Ali call. Ali was but, the first. Okay, but but it was in the realm of what he was talking about with being fighting somebody else and saying I'm the what? best, I'm the prettiest. In LeBron's case, he for him to sit there and say about being the greatest. No, no, but I'm talking about for LeBron to sit there and say this is when I became the goat was weird. It didn't feel right for anybody. He's a great player. That just wasn't for him to say. I thought it. I thought it was a misstep by LeBron, and a lot of people did, especially when you you aren't even the clear cut goat. For you to even say this is when I became the goat, what was almost comical because most people don't even look at him as the goat. So well, for him the, to say the, this the is the where I'm, I do. Not all a lot of, of them. Young cats. Not, yeah, all, not of all, them. all of them. That's all. And in this he's case, he's definitely not the undisputed go. My and, only and in this problem case, with the, I, I just think a lot of people. Serena Williams, I believe, said it recently about tennis. Um, and like I bring up Ali as the greatest example. I, I just don't think you can you can let one guy get away with saying he's the greatest, and this it, we praise it, and we love it. But then when another person says it, it it's it's out of pocket. It just doesn't, it, it that, is out that of pocket. When Michael Jordan is a guy who's won six championships, well, never lost, 
and also won all six MVPs. So, yes, it Ali does come off a little different. Ali was saying it before he was even champion. You could bring up Ali all you want, Chris. It <laughs> felt serious. different. I mean, I'm you, just you, telling you. No, how is it, it felt, different because you like Ali no, that and you want to criticize LeBron? No, no that's, that's why not it's it. Different. That's your point of view. You, no, you don't, I, you don't, I, how, no, you don't how, know that. it. I'm telling explain you. Explain it. I just they told you. They both said the same thing. I mean, Boxing is different to me. Boxing is different to me. To me, that was always a shtick. For Ali to get attention, to put his name out there. That that wasn't LeBron that doing a stick. That's not a stick. LeBron ain't doing it for a stick. What if he did? You said he's doing this to uh, overcome Michael Jordan. Isn't That's, that a stick? No, no. No, it's not. I'm talking about when, when I saw it originally, that was the first thing I thought of. I thought, how convenient. Michael Jordan has a documentary coming out, and now LeBron decides – he wants to put out his best stuff. It's almost like I'm going to counter Le Michael Jordan to continue my, my relentless pursuit of trying to convince people that I'm better than him. So you put out your Michael Jordan documentary, and I'm going to show you my best stuff at the same time. That's what I, I'm just telling you that's the way I felt. It has nothing to do with being anti-LeBron or jumping on LeBron. You asked me what my initial thought was. That's that your was initial it. thought, but that was do, it. You, do you believe that? Because a lot yes. of times we, a, a thought yes. comes to our I do mind believe and we that. think, oh, that's, that's typical I, it, LeBron I to don't me. see that, though, because Michael Jordan's documentary is going to be once a week on for five consecutive Sundays. So you got a whole week in between there where there'll be, you know, other stuff that people are posting I don't, and he might do it after he said I may film it and hold it for later. So maybe he does it after the the Jordan documentary, which will be called The Last Dance, or you know, I, I just don't I don't see the correlation. You know, they got uninterrupted, they got their deals, they have to shop on HBO. I'm sure they could actually turn it into a real legit documentary or something like that if they wanted to. Not maybe not this quickly, obviously, but. I just don't – I that thought never even came to my mind. And LeBron's a fan of Jordan. I know he wants to – he's always said he wants to be, become the best player of all time, but he is a big-time fan of Jordan. So That doesn't I, I mean that he doesn't want to put his stuff out there. To, no, I, I this, think he definitely wants to be the best player, but I don't see this – I just don't see the correlation with I I do, considering that if, if he did it – uh, before this uh, idea or thought that Michael Jordan was coming out or whatever, or even he could have held on to it, especially since he doesn't even know. It's in the infancy stage. He could have he could have had this thought, okay, I'm going to get my stuff together. And he even says, I don't know if I'm putting it out now, maybe because of the backlash, or or maybe I'll hold on to it. Like, like that could have waited. There was no reason that he had to drop it. It's not like I've been working on this for the last three years and I got my stuff together and I'm going to put it out there. It's all infancy. And that's what made me think that it, it had he was uh, pushed, thought of, or came out because of the Michael Jordan news that hit about AB, about ESPN moving it up. That's all. Or, or what about also that, you know, it's a very down time in sports unlike one we've ever seen and people are looking for content and I'm going to put something out there because, you know, there are a lot of fans of mine out there. And, I mean, it, you know, I think it is. it makes sense that at this time you might come out and do something like this. People are starving for content. And you can reach the people, you know, through social media. So it just makes sense to me. The one thing I was saying about it, Rob, though, 
is that I don't think nobody wants to hear him just gloat and praise himself. I think it can be done in a classy way where you talk about, you know, for instance, the chase down block on Andre Iguodala. Here's what I'm thinking. You know, am I going to be able to get to him without fouling him? You know, just kind of describe your thoughts. Why we went, you know, we went to Kyrie late in the game for the big shot. What I'm thinking, am I a second option? What You know, just giving us some in-depth insight into what's going on in his mind, what he's seeing on the floor in these different moments. Did he think, you know, when they were, when, before Ray Allen hit that shot in Miami, what was he thinking as he saw the ropes being, you know, put out by security around the court and fans storming out of the arena? You know, what was going through his mind, you know, and then the, in overtime. So I think it could be done in a way that's interesting, in a way that's classy, in a way that's not braggadocious, but there's a fine line because if, you, if you're sitting there praising yourself, which I don't see LeBron doing, then it's not going to come off well. Well, I think there's a chance that uh, all the insights you're talking about you might not have. Uh, have you ever watched his barbershop show, which is un- 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 uh, unique in itself that everybody agrees with LeBron on the barbershop show? I, I own a barbershop for eight, 17 years, and I-, I don't remember conversations where everybody agrees with the guy, with the main guy or the guy who's, uh, who's no, leading right the way. That. Uh, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> that, that that barbershop show is so on un- un- Unauthentic, or not God, I can't speak this morning. It's it, interesting it, because you have some great uh, personalities on there, and great, you know, obviously, you know, Pat Mahomes and some of the great athletes and entertainers on there. But yeah, they agree too much. They, they, there they needs do. to be, and I, and I think it's, it's not like you want to say there needs to be some pushback. But that's, but that's not a barbershop conversation. Right. Yeah, just naturally that's all I'm there saying. would be some. You've been in barbershops, Chris. You could come in with a gray sweatshirt on and people will debate that that ain't, that ain't gray. You know what you I mean? You can go like, in the hood and criticize Donald Trump and you will get somebody who says, I actually like Trump. You know, no, like, no doubt about it. You will get it. some type no, of argument. So, yeah, no, I, I agree with you on that. But so are you saying you think this is just going to be because I tell you, right, if, if it's just LeBron praising himself, I don't see that happening because that he he he's smarter than that. That's just not going to be a good look. Well, if that's I'm, what it becomes. Well, we'll have to see. I'm not so sure. But, uh, you know, it'll be interesting just to see how people how people receive it, what they're thinking about the minions, the LeBron minions, of course, will love it. But I, I just thought that it was interesting of all days or all times to come out with that. It just was on the heels of the ESPN announcement. That's all. It just seemed yeah, rather strange. Yeah, I didn't think that at all. I didn't think about that at all. All right, I think Michael Jordan is the GOAT. But I must admit, the Jordan love has gone a little off the rails. We'll get into that next. It's the Odd Couple, Chris Broussard and Rob Parker in for Dan Patrick. This is the Dan Patrick Show. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Rob, ESPN, our former network, did a what was an outstanding idea 
to do a college basketball bracket of the to, that would determine the greatest basketball college basketball player of all time. Um, and it was March Madness style. And at the end of the day, it came down to two players battling it out for the championship. And that was the great Michael Jordan and the great Larry Bird, right? Two, two all-time greats, top 10 players of all time. Jordan the GOAT in most people's estimation. And Michael Jordan defeats Larry Bird in that poll. Now, these were fans, okay? Fan polls. We so got to say that. the entire vote was fans. It was all fans. I, yeah, that's what Rob G said. Rob, Rob G, that's all correct, fans? right? So it's all fans. It was a fan vote, correct? Okay. Yes. That, Which, that's uh, why it doesn't make any sense. It, it, it Look. I mean, look, you put it out there and you give the fans, the fans can do what they want, right? They're the fans. But a lot of all-time great players had big-time problems with the fan vote. Magic Johnson, he tweets out, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar slash Lou Alcindor, which, of course, was Kareem's name in college, is decisively the undisputed GOAT of college basketball. During his three years at UCLA, he led the Bruins to an 88-2 record, won three national championships, was three-time National College Player of the Year, and was three-time NCAA Final Four Most Outstanding Player. Jay Billis, we know Jay, of course, the college basketball analyst and commentator, he says ESPN's bracket of the 64 greatest players in college hoop history is great, but come on. Lou Alcindor is the greatest college player ever, all caps, period. No reasonable debate to even suggest otherwise is foolish. And several other people were tweeting about this. And Rob, they're right on the money. I mean, it is clearly Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and after him is probably Bill Walton. Right. Michael Jordan, as I said, is the GOAT. I think he's the GOAT. You think he's the GOAT. I think most people think he's the GOAT. But I don't even think he's in the discussion for greatest college player of all time. I think this is where the lines get blurred and people just think, well, Michael Jordan's the greatest uh, NBA player that we saw, so so he's got to have been. He must have been the greatest college basketball player, right? I mean, it only makes sense. No, no. And, and it's not the case. It's not even close. I agree. You could probably name five people in the top five, and Michael Jordan is not even in the top five because of um, other guys. And and the same thing, when you talk about, you might say Michael's the greatest in the NBA, but Chris, if you were to say who's the, who had the greatest basketball career, high school, college, and the NBA, it's Kareem. His high school was the same exact thing. They never lost. I'm just saying, what are people talking about when it comes to college basketball? It's an embarrassing list. And here's the worst part. Kareem lost early to Shaq in this this poll. Which is is absolutely ludicrous. Ludicrous. It's ludicrous. If you want to say Shaq was a better NBA player, and and that's arguable, I'd take Kareem, but... You know, there's an argument for Kareem's Shaq. Kareem's the no all-time question. leading scorer in the history of the NBA. Come on. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm but, serious. But like you said, if they want to argue Shaq on the NBA merits, fine. You, we can debate that. 
college isn't even debatable. Did Shaq win an NCAA championship? No. I don't no. even think he got close. I don't remember yeah, I, that. I'm check, telling check you. It out, check Rob. it out. I don't even know don't, if he ever made the Final Four. I don't remember his college career, him being that kind of player. Uh, well, when he in the entered tournament. college, remember, he was not viewed as the greatest big man entering LSU that year. It was Stanley Roberts. Remember Stanley Roberts? I do. He was supposed to be the the real prize that they were getting at LSU as a recruit, and Shaq obviously outshined him. But then Shaq didn't become their best player. Shaq played with Chris Jackson, who became Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf. Exactly, and, and, and he was and a Chris hell of a Jackson player. Was the one he was the one scoring 29, 30 points a game. Matter of fact, and not Shaq. I just saw a story not too long ago where they're going to retire his number right at LSU. Chris Jackson. Chris Jackson. Which yeah, is great, oh, considering no what he's question. been through. And But he was right. a great player at LSU. So I thought he that was, was a nice move. Yep. He was fantastic. Yeah, and then and then the other, so it was Shaq, and Shaq made it to the Final Four. And again, as great as Shaq was, it just, there's no way he's one of the greatest four college players of all time. I'm, and it's not all about wins, of course, in college. Um, but I'm looking at Shaq playing for LSU. The first year he was there, they lost in the second round of the tournament. The next year they lost in the first round. And the next year they lost in the second round. So he didn't get near the final four. And Chris Jackson was outscoring him. How in the world is Shaq better than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Lou Alcindor in because, college? Because they never saw... Kareem or Luau Cinder, they never saw him, Chris. And this is where a lot of people, this is where the problem comes in when you try to look at different eras, is that people are blindly uh, dismissing people that they didn't see. They just, they're not interested. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, whatever, they could have tried to look him up in college and couldn't find him by his name. How about a little research before you just wing it and and decide who wins, you know? Because that's not what it's about. They know Michael Jordan. They wear his sneakers. Mike was the – some of them consider Mike. They know he's in that GOAT conversation. So if he was great in the pros, he had to be the greatest in college. How else? Even though Michael Jordan wasn't even the first overall pick in the NBA draft when he right. came out. He was, Hello. He wasn't even second. He was third. He wasn't even second. Right, he was <laughs> third. third. Here's, the, here's Shaq's freshman year at LSU, and I don't want to make this about Shaq, but Mahmoud Abdul-Raouf, Chris Jackson back then, 28 points a game. Stanley Roberts, as I mentioned, was the second leading scorer. 14 points, 10 rebounds a game. Shaq was third at 14, but right below. Roberts was 14.1. Shaq was 13.9. And Shaq grabbed 12 rebounds a game. So so Shaq knows. Shaq knows he shouldn't have beat Kareem in that vote. And so you had Shaq and Bird in the Final Four. And Magic and Michael in the Final Four. And Rob, I got to be honest. I think Magic had a better college career than, than Michael. I, I wouldn't disagree with that, with that Michigan State team. And uh, right. Greg Kelser was on that, that team. To, yes. Yep. Who those, was those, great in college. Greg but was didn't great. Become, you know, didn't pan out to be a great NBA player. But he was so great in like college. Magic was with all these, you know, superstars. 
He helped make Kelser. Obviously, remember the famous alley oops they used to throw, and all he used to throw to Kelser. And and I'll be but, honest too, with Larry Bird being uh, going up against Jordan. Obviously, I remember that famous NCAA championship between Bird and Magic. I mean that that was one for the ages. I remember it vividly yes. in the buildup. That was it was huge. But again, I don't remember Larry. I know Larry Bird started at Indiana. Things didn't work out with Bobby Knight. I don't remember his college career. I, I remember that moment, Chris, but I don't remember the, the rest. I'd have to be refreshed, even well, on Larry Bird. You're making a great point in that Bird shouldn't have been in the championship Seriously, series. Seriously. You know, I'm, ground either. Can now, you help Bird, me? I, I'm not he, sure he wasn't a great His player. numbers are out, off the chain. All right? This, this, is, this is what you call, you know, really getting into the nuances of the argument, which is what people should do before they cast the vote. But Bird's numbers are ridiculous. 30 points, 13 rebounds, almost five assists for his career at Indiana State. Okay, 53% shooting sounds great. Here's the deal, though. They only made the NCAA tournament his last year there, Rob. No, I, that's, that's what why, you're talking about. That's why you that's don't what remember. That's what I'm talking about. I don't yeah, remember the other it. years because they never, they never got to the tournament. That's what and I'm saying. And beyond that, he played at Indiana State. Right. They were in the Missouri Valley Conference. And so he wasn't playing the best competition. That's that's right. And remember, he, he started not, at Indiana. He was at yes. Indiana with, with Bobby Knight. So had he done it in that setting at Indiana, it would be totally different. Oh, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Then, then I think, first of all, they would have probably made, you know, assuming he did the same thing, they would have made the tournament. Right. Because right. they had good records at Indiana State, but they were in the Missouri Valley. Unless you won the conference, you weren't getting in the big dance. And so you're right. Had he done that at Indiana, then we wouldn't be discussing this. But, so, yeah, so it was just, hey, look, a great idea a great idea by ESPN. And I guess you can't blame them if the fans voted this stuff, right? Yeah, yeah but it, it, it just tells you how it's a little off the wall. We do have some calls, Chris. People want to chime in. On this, uh, so let's uh, let's kick it off with Danny in California. You're on the Dan Patrick Show with the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> you guys, I love you guys. You guys are awesome. I can't believe you're on this early in the morning. <laughs> Thank we you. bring in a lot of energy I know, for, you for know sun, <laughs> sun, sunrise, right? <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it's too funny. I'm going to get a little bit emotional real quick, okay? Um, lost my wife a year and a half ago, but then I ended up, with a uh, like my therapist says, my love interest from uh, from Texas, and and Chris, you you say fans, are you fans? Fans, <laughs> he says fans. But I, let me tell you guys, I grew up, I grew up uh, with Lou Elsendor, and then I and then uh, Bill Walton, and I'm telling you, uh, that was basketball, that was college basketball at its finest. Nobody even gets that. Nobody. Dick Enberg no calling question. the game. Nobody will get that, ever. Um, I grew up, uh, the games would come on like uh, 10 o'clock or midnight, and they would they would play, and they won 90 straight and with, with, uh, uh, w- with the coach, John Wooden. I mean, yes. oh, my goodness. No, it was, it was, you, it was, Danny, it was, it was totally, it was totally different. It was a different, college basketball was huge. You want to talk about college football, college basketball back then, that was their, it's heyday. It was bigger than the NBA. It it, it was bigger at that time. 
and uh, you knew who the coaches were and the players, it was totally different. And I think people forget, out of sight, out of mind, they didn't see Lou Alcindor, they didn't see Bill Walton. They think of Bill Walton as some quirky uh, television announcer. Right. No, right. he was a ball he was player. He was a great player. Yep. And, and you Thanks for the call, too. Danny. You remember this right. too, Rob. There was a rule freshmen couldn't play varsity. Right. When Lou Alcindor entered college at UCLA. And UCLA's varsity team, when, when Lou Alcindor was a freshman, won the title, right? The freshman team used to pound them in practice right. because of Lou Alcindor. <laughs> so uh, think about that. No, absolutely. I mean, it, yeah, it, it, was, it was crazy. Some of the Let's names, go. I mean, Trey Young, I like Trey Young. I, I love him as an NBA player. Why is he even in the bracket? He he shouldn't be in the bracket. Why was he, des- and, and Wayman Tisdale wasn't. Remember how great Wayman Tisdale Wayman was? Wayman Tisdale was a great college player. Phenomenal. Absolutely. Hey, let's go to uh, Kevin in Florida. You're on the Dan Patrick Show. It's the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. How y'all doing this morning? Doing great, great man. How are you? Doing great, man. Just just uh, trying to make it through this stuff, you know? No doubt. Yeah, yeah. bro. Hang in there. Absolutely. Uh Hey, I don't know, man. I didn't really vote in the poll. I don't really do a lot of these, you know, fan-only type deals. But um, if, if Lenny Bias wasn't in the in the in the poll, then then, it, then it's messed up completely. I mean, Lenny Bias might have been the greatest if we're talking strictly college basketball. I don't was know who's he, better. Chris, than that guy. was he on the list? He had to be. I in there, don't. Right? I don't have the. I don't think he was on the bracket. Rob G, check that out. Lenny um, Bias I mean, was another I, one. Right. Look, I love Bias. I wouldn't. I don't think he's in the conversation for greatest college player ever. I believe he played all four years, um, which back then wasn't that unusual. I think Jordan was better than Bias in college. Jordan won two national players of the year. Bias was great though. He. He could have no, been, been in the bracket, though. Yeah, yeah, that's all. I, I don't think he should have won it. No all right, we can squeeze one that. more in. Let's do Jeff in Indiana. You're on the Dan Patrick Show. It's the Odd Couple on Fox Sports Radio. Hey, yeah, I agree with the first caller, guys. It's good to have you guys in the daytime. I'm knowing this here tonight and making my comments, so I appreciate you, fellas. Thank you. There's so Thank much you, my to man. Jump on. So much to jump on, guys. Uh, going just to the Shaquille O'Neal thing, I think it was the Elite Eight as far as he got when uh, he got beat by IU. Uh, that year, I think it was maybe his freshman or sophomore year before he declared. But going back to the best player in college, definitely Lou Alcindor, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I would go with Bill Walton, second line of that. Um, again, it's because they've put the time in besides the freshman year that they couldn't play to make them good players. And they won national championships. Take nothing away. You'd go to the next level. It's a totally different story, guys. No, I got no a lot about it. That, no question. I'll stop there. I appreciate you guys. Yes, thank you. All Appreciate right. it. Stay safe. The New York Knicks slander has got to stop. We'll get into that next. It's the Odd Couple. Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, and this is the Dan Patrick Show. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Rob, there was a tweet. You know, everybody's kind of now with sports being off. Everybody's doing these polls and everybody's, you know, doing historical measurements. Who's the best player? Who's the best team? Who's this? Who's that? And on Twitter, they put out the fact that Hoop Central, a, a site called Hoop Central, 
They put out the fact that each the number of Hall of Famers for each NBA franchise. And the Knicks actually are third, which, you know, a little bit surprising. Um, but Boston's got 38. The Lakers have 30. The Knicks have 29. Of course, Boston and the Lakers have a ton of rings. Um, and the Knicks don't. <laughs> the Knicks have two. The Celtics have, what, 17? And the Lakers, or the Lakers have 17, the Celtics have 18, something like that. Um, and the Knicks have two, which led to the question of, are the Knicks the most disappointing franchise of all time? What's your, I've got to take Is, is it of the NBA view. of all, all it's, time? It's of the NBA. So you want me to take the NBA? No, I want to you, take we it can as, go I want to do it We broader. can delve into, okay, let me do the NBA first, yep, and then yep. you can go broader. Um, first of all, even with the NBA, no. All right, I know the Knicks have been the laughing stock. The Knicks are the butt of jokes. Kevin Durant said they're not cool anymore. All that. But keep this in mind. There are many other franchises in the NBA that have been just as, if not more, disappointing than the Knicks. How how Atlanta, Atlanta Hawks? You like that history? They got past the, the second round one time. They've been to one conference final, and they got swept in that one. That was when uh, LeBron swept them out of there like, like a dust, piece of dust, all right? Washington, Rob, the Washington Wizards used to be the Bullets. They've been pretty disappointing, too. I mean, they won right. the title in 78 with Elvin Hayes, Wes Unsell. Right, now but that was it. Then, that was yeah, it. since then they've been – and they've had players, you know, they they had um you you had the Gilbert Arenas era, which obviously ended horribly with the gunplay and all that stuff in right. the locker room. In the room. locker room, right. Yeah, you had Chris Weber, Rasheed Wallace. They I mean, you had times where it looked like they're gonna come out of the doldrums, John Wall and Bradley Bill, and it never happened. So I'd have to I say they're more disappointing than the Knicks. Now, if you want to, th- and there are other teams, Denver, they, where's their ring? You know, the right. Clippers. They've, I know now the Clippers shine, but. But the Clippers right? have what's been around history? forever and have moved from city to city, yep. Chris. There are so many bad franchises. Uh, the Sacramento Kings were the uh, Kansas right. City. Good one. Uh, right? They played in Kansas, Kansas City. They city played Kings. in Cincinnati. They were Cincinnati. They played in Kansas City slash Omaha. Omaha. Yes, Kings, I used to watch those play, games. They played half of their games in Omaha, Nebraska. <laughs> Unbelievable. And, al- and also the Cincinnati Royals, you know. Yes. Uh, that was the original Cincinnati Royals. And they had Oscar, of course, but they never won anything. They never came close to winning anything when Oscar right. was there. So, um, How about Minnesota? You know, they, you had KG, you did nothing with it. He leaves and, and finds glory, you know, in Boston. Now he's viewed as a Celtic. Right, right, more right. so than, and now you got the great Carl Anthony Towns, but you're not doing anything. You got Andrew, you had Andrew Wiggins, you're not doing anything. Um, and it, and and I would also, how about this? Now they're not. I'm not going to say they're as disappointing as the Knicks, but because they are, you know, they are one of the better franchises in the NBA. But how about Oklahoma City, Rob? You right. had Which was- three MVPs. Kevin Durant, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, all going to be Hall of Famers, all iconic figures in their own right, and you got no ring. And you got none of them now. 
Like I, it, again, I wouldn't put them on the level of the Knicks because no, they're no, still no. a very and they good team, and, and they haven't relevant. been around long enough, right? Right, because right. that's really but, the Seattle you know. franchise, right? But, yes, yes, but, yes. But, but, but you want to take it to other sports? Yeah, and I, I just when I think of it, because it used to be the Cubs, right? It took them over a hundred years to win a championship, yep. right? They finally got it done. Yeah, 108. The Red Sox, it took 87 years, and now the Red Sox have won four World Series in the last Let 30 years, 25. This, since you brought but, up the Red Sox, if you, before they won their championships, would you put them, say they were as disappointing as the Knicks? Because they had some really good teams no, no and some doubt. great players, which I guess you could say the Knicks did too, because the Knicks in the 90s were legit. Right, but they hadn't won the drought. Okay. 87 years is, is yeah, was unbelievable. Yeah, they had won it. They but, didn't have the type of drought. The but Red to Sox me, th- there's one franchise that stands out as the absolute worst, and that's the Detroit Lions. And, and, and I say that, obviously, I worked there, Chris, covered their games for 20 years. Let me but, remind our listeners that Rob's, Rob's tagline is, if I'm writing, I'm ripping, just so you know. Yes, that's what that made it very easy working <laughs> in Detroit covering the Lions. But my point is, you know, they have, they've never been to the Super Bowl in the Super Bowl era, Chris. They've won one playoff game since 1957. Yeah, think that, about the NFL. Think about parity. Think about, you remember this. You, right. you know, you were born in New Orleans. I mean, in uh, uh, Louisiana. Oh, yeah, the Saints. The Saints yeah. used to be called the Aints. They right. won a Super Bowl. How about the Tampa Bay Bucks? How terrible they were as an expansion team. Chris, they won a Super Bowl. Right. The old the St. Louis Cardinals. Had some nice little playoff runs. Well, but the Browns won Super Bowls because they moved in the Ravens. That, that, that's the original well, Browns fan tribe. Yeah, I'm just saying but, that is, to be yeah. fair. And the team in Cleveland is an expansion team. And here's the other you're talking about the Detroit Lions as an original uh, franchise, and yet they have not, they've won one playoff game. 1991, they beat the Dallas Cowboys with Aikman and, and uh, Emmitt Smith and. Uh, all those guys, you know, when they were just starting, and yeah. they were supposed to be on par with those Cowboys. The Cowboys went on to win three out of four uh, uh, championships, and the Lions never even got there. And you want to talk about great players, Barry Sanders. There's a number of Hall Calvin of Famers. Johnson. From, right, and uh, uh, and Sue and yeah. Stafford and all those guys were on the same team. So, so to me, it's the Lions. It is not the New York Knicks. Yeah, I would agree with that. I'd have to do a little. I'm, you know, if we research baseball, I mean, even a lot of teams that are horrible. Pittsburgh won a World Series. You know, we are family with Willie Stargell. Like, yeah, I mean, it. it I do more research, but definitely Detroit Lions over the Knicks. There's no question about it. All right, it's Chris Broussard, Rob Parker, in for Dan Patrick. Two hours left. Keep it locked. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. 